are you going to tweet about me or write a piece about me? And it's like, we'll see if you're even remotely that interesting. You know what? I've always thought Abraham Lincoln was maybe a little bit hot. Even Jay-Z can't complain about that if he gets bumped for Jesus. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the official Dream Dinner Party podcast. I'm your host, Ross Bolin. I'm your other host, Gary Almeter. Welcome. We are privileged this evening. We're recording this in the evening. We are. Um, yeah. Our first evening so podcast. <laughs> we have like uh, candles lit. So if we sound more provocative, it's solely because we're recording in the evening. Anyway, we're privileged this evening to be joined by Sarah K. Runnels, copywriter, humor writer, and lifelong creative babe. Sarah's a regular contributor to The New Yorker, uh, to McSweeney's Internet Tendency, um, essays on Medium, and and uh, just a ton of stuff. Really, I, I looked through all your writing on your website, and I, I it, it's just a just a, a lot of a lot of material out there. So so that's great, and we're we're glad you can join us. Um, Sarah's anything else you want to kind of add, or what you're you're kind of up to, or or doing? Thanks for having me. First of all, um, glad I can invite you all invite you all to my dinner party um yeah I think you pretty much covered it with New Yorker and McSweeney's and Medium and Betches also and I tweet a lot um and <laughs> screenshot those tweets and uh have amassed a tiny following on Instagram for my mostly interesting takes on modern dating I, I really, um, my, I think my favorite thing I saw on your website was your revenge shop, which is just brilliant. That's such a, <laughs> I, I, not to the same extent it's, it's happened to you, but I've had a few tweets of mine kind of take off on Twitter and then you see like them reposted on Facebook or Instagram, but your head's been cropped out of it and somebody else's. And I'm like, yes, I should. Yeah. Merchandise is-, is the ultimate revenge. Unfortunately, with being a writer, it comes with the territory that people think when you put your words on the internet, they are there for everyone's words. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, I did. I, I, for the longest time, I kept seeing the, I was getting like paid sponsored ads for uh, shitty t-shirts that had my words on them. And shitty, I mean, quality, not content-wise. Yeah, no, the content, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Form, not content. And so I was like, I need to take, you know, I couldn't there's IP rules, of course, and hiring a lawyer. And I was just like, I need to take matters into my own hands and put some of my more popular tweets on items. And, you know, it's been a good solution, but it is a revenge shop. And, you know, for all the content creators and mass market shops that have stolen my stuff, I'm, I've made like $42 since then. So that'll show you. (laughs) McSweeney's piece money right there. Oh, not even. Whoa, not even. That's almost two of them. Right. Yeah. The money's the money's going through the roof. Listeners, for if you can buy Sarah Runnels merch <laughs> at Sarah Runnels, S A R A, no H R U double N E L S, like tunnels with an R dot com and revenge shop. That's right. Thank you. Get to get to the yes. revenge shop. Gary, Gary, you don't have a revenge shop, I'm guessing, at this at this point. Not yet. Not I yet. want to. That's a great idea. I might. I, but $42? Did she really just say $42, Ross? I've yeah, made a like, lot more than that. I was I know, I know. That's, that's no, that's, that's just, that's just since the podcast started, I'm sure that's right. the, it's like a running, <laughs> like a running counter on your laptop at all times, seeing the, the dollars and yeah, cents kind of, exactly. kind of, kind of roll in. But well, as you were saying, and it's, it's, it's true that if anybody kind of like reads, I, I don't know, most of your McSweeney's or New Yorker stuff, or your tweets, you do write a lot about you know, dating, dating apps, first dates. 
which are, you know, it one way or another leads to a lot of like awkward dinner situations. Like that's a common, I've always thought that was like a really weird human thing that like when getting together or getting to know somebody, you like eat with them, which is not like anybody at their best most of the time. I will say my standard first dates do not involve, like we, if someone invites me to dinner, I'm going to say no. Like drinks are where it, yeah. To commit to a dinner from the get-go is a little wild, but it's not impossible. I will say that. Oh, it's true. It, it, it is a lot. It's like at least two hours and you can't really like get up and go very easily. Um, I want to be, I want to clarify that you can get up and go anytime you want to. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but there's an art form yeah. to it. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense. And Sarah, every, everything you're right. Like it's funny, oh. you know, like it's really, really funny. And I mean, I like my men, like I like my dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I mean, that is laugh out loud funny yeah there's so, 50 of those so you're still in the dating is still funny phase is that accurate or is or is the funny like sort of a counterpoint to dating sucks dating does suck but I have always made a point to make it fun for myself um and I think that that's okay. really important and I've been single for a hot minute and it's because I'm not eager to jump into a relationship but through this dating, like I've learned, I've, I genuinely enjoy it. And I, I, I tailor it to what I like and to what I think is the most fun to do with a date. And, you know, obviously writing about it gives me, uh, it's a really beneficial side effect of dating. Even if I have a bad date, I've probably gotten a New Yorker piece out of it. Yeah. Although the side effect of that then becomes the amount of men who, are like, are you going to tweet about me or write a piece about me? And it's like, we'll see if you're even remotely that interesting. So (laughs) chill out. Um, But yeah, it's dating is a joke and in the best way. Like, I think it's funny. I think it's wild. I think it's terrible, but I also, you know, it, it is a means to an end ultimately, hopefully, but in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy it. And the second I stop enjoying it, I'll, I I stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you like, any date, like how many men Google you, Google you yeah. before and then say, oh, it's her. And then, and then like, do you find that there's a theatrical component to the date? Like, hmm, I could be in the New Yorker, albeit, you know, circuitously. I will say I'm a very <laughs> good vetter. Um, okay. I've been dating long enough where I don't have the tolerance for somebody who's perhaps been like following me and is like just doing this because, you know, they think they want to like see how I am on a date or something. I have dated followers before, but you know, I have, I have a good uh, radar at this point for that kind of stuff, but I will say women inherently are more inclined to Google a date men (laughs) they're like her name's Sarah and I think she's two miles away um you know she's allegedly a writer like they don't they don't care ultimately um when I get to the date and we can get into that a little more I think it makes it a little more exciting when they learn that I have an internet presence in the way that I do um but I don't I don't put it on my dating profile I don't say I have 65,000 followers you know I I it's if you do the research, you can find that out. And I think there's something to be said for somebody who, you know, maybe is a little curious or wants to read something I've written beforehand. So 
it's a mixed bag, but that makes it kind of more exciting and more fun and easier to weed them out too. I I mean, at least it's a, it's one of those things where if, when you do eventually get Googled, like it's an interesting thing to find out. Like there are much stranger things you could find out about a person um, or, or like big or like things that are like clear red flags or whatever. Whereas like, yeah, I've there, I've Googled men that have like criminal records or like are very clearly like still in a relationship. And I think men are not like, they're not inclined to really find out if I'm a writer. Whereas if a guy's like, I'm a real estate agent. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna make sure you are yeah. before I go on that day. And guys are like, I don't care. No, um, no, that's yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I'm yeah, it's weird to imagine. I'm surprised for everyone. I, I'm, I'm imagining the kind of guy who pretends that he's a real estate agent but really isn't, and that's uh, it's such a modest. But that's a really bad uh, lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's those guys. Real estate agents have you know their signs or their pictures are on signs around town. Like you can yeah. spot one, you know, yeah. but not everyone plans this stuff out, I suppose. And Sarah. You're joining us from North Carolina. You're visiting with your mother. I am. It is, is, do you and your mother, is it like a perpetual conversation about your dating life and like your parents' courtship? I mean, does she... My mom's single also. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we've both been single for a very long time. So I definitely share with her up until a point. There is, <laughs> uh, there's a lot she doesn't know and for good reason and she doesn't want to know and that's Okay. I mean, I do share a lot with strangers on the internet also, so she knows those jokes and realities. Um, but she, my parents are, they were never married, which might have something to do, this isn't a therapy session, but might have something to do with my <laughs> commitment uh, phobes. But uh, no, they're very understanding. And by understanding, I mean, nobody can really know unless they're actually a part of modern dating. And most parents, even if, my mom's single and she got on Tinder once and she was swiping right on guys for me. And I was like, mom, your picture's on there. Like your whole bio's on there. Like you yeah. can't, <laughs> you can't, that doesn't work that way. Uh, I appreciated the effort though. So no, they, they, they're, they know that I have, you know, turned my dating life into something lucrative, but also something they're very hopeful too, that all of this Besides the content, of course, I meet someone wonderful. And that's the ultimate goal. I think most people like can see there's a difference between like if you write or joke, if you write stuff like that's obviously kind of fictionalized or like jokey, like it's not necessarily your real. I I walk this line all the time because I work in academia. And so like my boss works for a university and yet I tweet all the time about how bad universities are and how terribly they treat their employees. Yeah. And so I'll like mention it. I'm just like, Hey, I wrote this just kidding though. Not you guys. Like it, it's cool. Right. Uh, and, and I think like people can see it. Um, and I'm guessing, yeah, it's a similar thing. It's like, just cause it's a good joke. Doesn't mean it's like 100% your full and final thought, you know, I've but. tweeted a couple of times that like, if you're a guy who matched with me on an app or you're dating me and you're, you found my feed or my Insta or my Twitter or anything like it's cut, you know, it is who I am fully. Like that is who I am as a person, but also that's how funny dating is. Like there is so much to talk about and so much to make fun of. And I think some people struggle to realize that like single people can like hate dating and like, or like make fun of dating or think it's like the most comical funny thing in the world and want to meet somebody like I get to shit on dating apps and then also yeah. be on them constantly. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's good. It's the right, it's the right balance. Um, yeah. Ask about the pandemic and like how quarantine, like all that 
obviously it affected everybody's social life in every imaginable way, but like, but it seems like you also got a lot of stuff written and kind of out there, lots of like really big tweets and everything. So yeah, just what was that experience like for you? I guess not that it's over. I, really, because but. it was a it was a new way. You know, we I wasn't I couldn't just meet a guy at a bar stool down the down the block. You know, it was a new and unique way to like kind of assess who you were actually talking to. And um, you know, I at this point like I am from the school of like life is short. So if you're getting along with somebody and you have there's no clear red flags, like yeah, just let's go get me for a drink. You can't do that in the middle of a pandemic, no. obviously. So there were you know, FaceTime dates and uh, long distance dates. It was, it was a weird time. Um, I got interviewed by NBC News at one point because, and, and like the top quote in the article was about how it was like Sarah Reynolds says dating is like being on AOL in the 1990s where you just have like a million online boyfriends. And I was like, yeah, that is now like written into history yeah yeah that's <laughs> um someone's someone's researching you like for a genealogical yeah. project 100 years from now it's like my ancestor that's, my that's, quote. that's right yeah that's it you know and now I think when people are are dating they're kind of looking at it differently like if another pandemic happens like I want to find somebody that you know you let you enjoy spending time with you enjoy being trapped with yeah for lack of a better phrase i mean i I think we i'm sure everyone does i know a few people who like started dating right at the beginning of the pandemic and were like okay fine we're gonna go for it and they just like did the the social you know the um the 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 sheltering in place together and it kind of worked you know it's like trying circumstances can make things you know if they're still together now oh yeah 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 that's a good friend of mine They're, they're still yep still i mean it's weird they're both like i think pretty um like introverted people so they I think which actually works because they're like this is my corner of the you know they 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 kind of are good at like staking out their territory it's good for social distancing if someone gets cold symptoms or something so yeah (laughs) I also think a good thing that to come out of it was that a lot of people spent too much time with each other and this is only from a dating POV but like there were a lot of divorces that happened in the last years and like honestly that opens up the dating that's right yeah <laughs> like like there's a lot more like divorced dads that I'm matching with these days and they're like yeah we just didn't make it through the pandemic and I'm not saying that's a good thing but I do think that it highlighted a lot of you know people yeah. who didn't need to be together and that's great yeah it's a little bit of pre- a little bit of pressure sometimes reveals those fault lines you know it's like I, I knew a lot of people in that situation like all the people who quit their jobs during the pandemic I know tons of people who had yeah. like you know, seemingly pretty solid. Like they seemed, I thought, pretty happy with what they were doing and just out, you know, and yeah, it's kind of cool. It's interesting. Now, speaking of history, Sarah, was there, when you were ruminating about your three dinner party guests, was there a sort of a potential mate component to any of this? Like, you know what? I've always thought Abraham Lincoln was maybe a little bit hot. Let's, I'm going to, I'm going to invite him, see if sparks fly. Mary Todd, you know, is no longer in the picture. Let's, let's just see what happens. Or is this just a complete, like, it would you know, be, innocuous. It would be off brand for me if I didn't think in that lens, uh, okay. with that lens, but <laughs> I don't know if I want to reveal, like, I can only say so much before I reveal my, True, yeah, right. my well, theory, okay. but I will say I am pretty good about staying on, on brand personally. And that being said, that was a component in an interesting capacity. Right. Okay. That's good to know. Um, 
right. So, okay. So uh, we realized this is sort of different for everybody. You know, when we, when we say dinner party, um, I don't know. When I think of that, I think like, this is a meal I'm cooking in my house. I got to like make the food or whatever. Um, yeah. But other people think like restaurant or like takeout is cool or whatever. What's your, what's your setting for this dinner party? Do you think? Fully like not in my studio apartment. Right. Um, <laughs> although I feel like that makes it for like potential better stories to yeah. come from it. So maybe it is set in my studio apartment, but it would be absolutely catered. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have all kinds of amazing food ordered. I'm, I'm not great in the kitchen. I can open a wine bottle or two and make some, a nice charcuterie board, which I would obviously do. 75% uh, of a dinner party already. That's, I that's, agree. That's, yeah, when that's people, all you need. Yeah. When you're done eating like cold meat and cheese and crackers, like, do you really want steak? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I would have a fully open bar, anything anyone at my dinner party could want like there would be a bartender ready to okay hand it over yeah and cut me off when necessary <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah a, a very responsible bartender that's exactly what you need that's yeah perfect. I okay. mean I would fight them but yeah and well you've got to make you got to test their resolve basically that's always been my policy um and, and you live in Seattle sir I do yes and I live in a in a in a in a large studio that overlooks um Elliott Bay and the Cascade Mountains and wow the Ferris wheel in Seattle. And now I've basically told everybody my exact location of where I live. Um, it's, it's, Do you it's, see singles ever see singles. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's like staple yeah. staple movie watching yeah, 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 before yeah. I move there. Yes. I, I am. I am a modern day version of some of that. I don't have a dining room table because I don't think anyone in a studio really does. No. Um, but I would, I would get one <laughs> for this particular instance and move a coffee table out of the way and we would be there at sunset you know I live in the west coast and it's facing the west it's the most beautiful epic sunsets you could ever imagine so the scene is set do you have a doorman in your building the funniest thing is I lived in New York for 13 years and I moved to Seattle and I was like that was the first thing I was looking for because I, I had had a doorman there was there's a level of security you feel when you have one and everyone in Seattle is like, what's that? Yeah, I've, I've, I've only <laughs> seen like, it in There's New- a guy that stands outside the door, but he doesn't live there. Yeah. I've only yeah. seen it in New York. I have to say, like, I live in Toronto, pretty big city, not as big as New York, um, and nothing, not a single yeah. doorman to be found. Even if the yeah. buzzer works, you're lucky. Like, that's most buildings here. Seemingly. Yeah, we've got a nice buzzer. So your dream dinner party guests ring the buzzer and you buzz them up. Who's the first one to ring the buzz? Are you prepared to, to reveal yeah. your, I, I your, think or, I, I think it's time. Okay. All um, right. <laughs> the first person to ring the buzzer, I would assume she wouldn't ring the buzzer. I assume someone else would ring it for her. Oh. Um, and that would be Beyonce. Oh. Somehow I knew based on the, 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 your description of the buzzer, though it could have been anyone. I, I, my, my mind went there. I know, as well. but she, she just seems like she brings someone with her to like ring a bell for her. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. She's she's who's ringing my buzzer first, um, and then she has to take the elevator, uh, which is just redone. So we're good there. So Beyonce, yeah, she is. I worship her. Um, I know it's very cliche. Most women, a lot of men, like adore her. I just it is. You know how some people have like a little like if some people like cats, and for like their whole lives, people just get them gifts that are like cat related, like cat knickknacks. I've been getting Beyonce gifts for like the last like 
15 plus years of my life, I've made it very clear that she is like yeah. a part of who I am and I adore her. And I just think she's one of the most like talented, someone who does everything with every hour in her day. Like she, I know she's got a shit ton of help, but like she's incredible. And she is my number one. The second anyone asks me this question, she's my number one. So when she knocks on your door, do you, do you hug? Do you have Beyonce playing? Oh my God. Like what's the, what, what's the music you you play during the dinner? I do feel like hug? having Beyonce playing is like serving, like if a, like if a chicken came to dinner, it's like serving them chicken. <laughs> I, 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 it feels a little too on the like nose that, but... playing Beyonce. <laughs> if your second guest is a chicken, this is an amazing guest. Yeah. Well, I just that. gave yeah. away my second guest yeah. now. Okay. Uh, all right so who do you play who do you play like like is it innocuous like beethoven or is it like i think i I think i'd put on like some lizzo i think she respects lizzo and i think at a lower tone it would be a good like dinner party background vibe um yeah just to have like so that it's upbeat it's not weird if she wanted to like take a minute and listen to lyrics and not have an like awkward small talk it'd be fine um maybe i would do a playlist where like later in the evening one of her songs comes on and I'd be like oh my god I didn't even know this was gonna happen like what <laughs> are the this, odds? Is this you yeah who knew yeah <laughs> I was totally. like this sounds like you uh, yeah you know it would it would I'd make it very organic oh yeah no yeah. that 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 yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense I, I could see that uh, I now I'm taking back my belief that I would cook dinner if Beyonce's coming to dinner I'm getting that catered as well yeah, that is not 100%. uh yeah I, I see where I see where you're coming from now that that's that's a must-have. Also, when I invite her to my studio, because I just want her to see how, like, peasants live. Right, um, yeah. I just feel like, you know, that'd be good for her as well. A little character building for her. Get in touch with the people. See what, yeah. see, what see what a studio apartment looks like. I can exactly. see that. Yes, exactly. Now, if, if she said, if she said, um, Sarah, thank you. I'd be honored to come to your studio apartment and have dinner with you. Jay-Z has no plans. So I'm going to bring him. He will not count as a guest. But he's he's going to join me. Do you say no, Beyonce? I will say, say sure. no, Beyonce. He can ring the bell for you downstairs, and then he has to get back in the car. Yeah. Okay. Um, I respect Jay Z. I don't, re- but like by respect, I mean because he's uh, her husband, not because I have no tolerance for him. After like, who cheats on Beyonce? So he has no. I, he's not allowed in my home. And actually. I'm going to make a point to not talk about him at all. It's like when your friend's dating somebody you don't really like, and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to avoid talking about my friend's boyfriend for as long as possible, because we both know we don't like each other. I'm sure Jay-Z wouldn't like me either because I didn't invite him to my dinner party. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you had three people and he didn't make the cut. But it's, I I could I think, yeah, it could be, he could like try and maybe monopolize the attention or whatever and, and take it off. Beyonce he probably has plans he probably has plans to be fair Jay-Z probably does have plans most nights I could see that yeah that's that's that's, I'm sure he does and it's probably doing something shady and it's extremely possible I would say like my entire point of having a dinner party I think is not for like conventional reasons like my entire intention for having a dinner party especially of this capacity is to plow my guests with alcohol in 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 hopes that they will share something with me that I've been wondering for years or that they wouldn't normally. So it's a common theme. That's say, a common yeah. theme. Most of yeah, the- that's not an original concept, but I, nobody's, nobody's willing to say that. 
no no it's good it's it's, I, it's like a it's a, a trend we've known all our guests so far have been you know um humor writers mcsweeney writers and it's just a it's like mm-hmm. a an impulse we have to 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 get people at their disadvantage and, and pry secrets out of them it's a, it's a good it's a good strategy i've i had the same idea gary too so what do you want to know about beyonce I, I feel like I would have, first of all, I'd like unroll us like a long scroll of questions for her, but I would, I'd be a little more subtle about it. Um, I would like, I would start with something very personal, which is in 2014, she posted a picture of me on her Facebook page. Really? <laughs> for real? For, for real, for real on her official Facebook page. It's real. It's been verified. It's the one with the little blue check. In 2014, I dressed as Beyonce for Halloween. And before your mind runs wild, uh, I put a bee costume on and I wrote Beyonce across my chest. Right, right. I was Beyonce and no one had done it before. I Googled the shit out of it before I looked. It hadn't been done. The only thing she had worn a bee costume prior to that, but that was it. And so I dressed to that. I posted a picture on Instagram. I thought nothing of it ever again. I was like, sure. I hope she... I didn't even think in any capacity she'd see it. And like uh, a couple, two weeks later, someone texted me and they were like, are you sitting down? Your picture is on <laughs> Beyonce's Facebook page. And I was like, that's not funny. Like, don't, you don't, right, joke. Yeah, yeah. No. you don't ever joke about Beyonce like that. And there it was. And it was, and listen, I understand she's got a team. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure someone found it. And posted it on her page. But I want to think that Beyonce, like, at least, like, looks at her Facebook page. In 2014, she for sure was looking at her Absolutely. Facebook page. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to know from her if she remembers that picture. Yeah. So it's a very personal, very subjective first question I have for her. Um, and I think I would just, like, maybe, if she was, like, if she saw the picture and was, like, no, nah, girl, I don't remember you, <laughs> I'd be, like... <laughs> cool um don't you like it ruin my entire dinner party but (laughs) um but other than that you know I think I just want to know like like what was the last like drunk text she sent or like what actually happened after Jay-Z cheated on her and her and Solange were in the elevator and they're right right she sang about it like what did Solange say to Jay-Z like I want to know if anyone buys her dumb knickknacks that say like what would Beyonce do you know I just yeah. I want to know like the stuff that people have been like buying for you for journalist years, would so. not ask yeah. yeah yeah I won't ask I won't ask if you've seen this because I'm, I'm rather certain you have but do you remember it was January 19th 2007 there was like a concert the Lincoln Memorial she sang and president-elect Barack Obama and Michelle are waiting in line and they're waiting in line and Beyonce is like three or four people down. And um, Barack Obama, the president-elect, you know, goes and he, and he does the single ladies hands. Like, I would ask, what was, how did that feel? And I mean, it was yeah. probably not a big, like she was, you know, she knew him. She was singing at the inaugural ball the following day, whatever. But that was just such like a phenomenal thing. And you know, people must do that to her all the time, but to have Barack do it, like, yeah. was she still annoyed by it or did she think it was cool? Like, yeah. yeah. That was, well, you know, that's 2007. That's, she was super <laughs> famous, but not as famous as she has become subsequently. Right. I mean, that was like a, probably a pretty big deal on, 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 on the, the Beyonce, you know, trajectory yeah. of fame or whatever. So yeah, that that's, that's, I mean, I guess there'd be no lack of things to ask. That's I'm curious. That's a that's a big guess though. Like who can you 
who can you pair with a with a Beyonce at at, at a dinner party and and not have yeah. it be, you know, yeah. the all 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 bay all the time, you know. I I what I will say one more thing though that she just dropped a single, and it essentially was like telling all of us to quit our jobs. Like it literally was like release yourself from your job, break don't let it break your soul. So that would be another question. I I we need to know yeah if she wants us all. To- because we will we'll do what you will she right wants. yeah it's all i'm waiting for is the green light from beyonce to to, to resign from uh, but she i'm pretty yeah. sure she gave it but i would just get confirmation yeah. um yeah i wouldn't there's nothing like philosophical or like intellectual that i'd want to have a conversation with her about like it would just strictly be like two girls having a gossip sesh and then a Apparently there are two other people there. Yeah. <laughs> some fact finding, some gossip. It's, it's a good, it's a good strategy. Yeah. That's a strong first choice. And I'm, I'm, I'm now intrigued to see. Okay. So the, <laughs> so the buzzer, the buzzer has, someone's buzzed the buzzer for Beyonce, not Beyonce. She's in your apartment. Jay-Z is sitting at his Kia soul yes. waiting yeah. for Beyonce to have yeah. dinner with you. The second person walks up, buzzes you. Who is that person? <laughs> that person is... <laughs> I'm going to be really sad if other people have chosen this because it's one of the more, more cliche answers, but I have some like deep rooted things. I feel like I need to know from Jesus. Oh no, no. Yeah. You've written about Jesus. I've written a lot about Jesus. Single icons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if Jesus will know how to ring a buzzer. I think he just walks like through the glass door. I don't know. He'll elevate himself. Yeah. He just flies up to my like balcony. Yeah. 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 As the organizer of the party, you set all the rules for like metaphysical stuff. Can Jesus fly? Can he speak English? Sure, whatever, whatever, whatever works. Oh, okay. It's all fair. Well, then, yeah, sure. That'd be really cool if he just flew up to the balcony. But like Beyonce would already be there because I need her to see that. (laughs) It takes a lot to impress Beyonce. If that doesn't do it, I don't know what. I uh, right, like how can you top Beyonce? And like here he is. I'm feeling bad for your third guest already. I hope it actually is. A you should. This this <laughs> no. is- yeah, like I, yeah. I am not religious in really any capacity, but I, I have written a fair, like two of my better performing McSweeney's pieces are rooted in religion and the Bible and and Jesus himself. I, I wrote a piece comparing myself to him, which my mom was like, please don't do that. Um, I've heard that's gone badly before. For yeah. other people I, past, I wasn't but, comparing myself yeah. to him. I was just saying we're both single icons yeah. like I'm not saying I'm an icon and I'm not I, I, I want to make that very clear um but you know he did a lot of like single boy shit that like I can relate to he's got a crew you know it's just they're out they're out for he's famous dinner party icon as well right I mean yeah last supper all these things so were you raised religious I was I I but like religion light I, I was raised in the Methodist church which is very comically just like a very good like moral base yeah you know there was nothing that was too pushy or my mom was just like I want you to have like a solid foundation beyond what like your dad and I can give you to just have you know a fundamental understanding of religion but my best friend and I stayed in church for a very long time because of youth group which was just full of boys yeah (laughs) like I, I I have an essay that I've started that like is titled Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are just boys I had crushes on in church because they absolutely are. And, and the thing is, it wasn't like, that's okay. I also learned a little bit about religion and the Bible and Jesus and God, and also had a lot of like crushes and like, you know, I think I stopped going to church in like early high school. So yeah. 
I mean, literally, that's I, same, same. I'm like, literally my only, I was not raised religious with any kind of religion. The only experience I ever had with organized religion was a youth group because my friend, my friend was running it because his dad was the, the minister at the, what's called the, the United Church in Canada, which is just like their crunchiest, most, you know, like the, the, the best of the bunch, I guess, if you had to, to pick one. But I was only there because it was like filled with, you know, uh, various like hopeless teenage crush, uh, crushes of mine. And, and once that stopped, I, I stopped. That was the end of me and religion. But I'd still have questions for Jesus. Yeah, totally. This, this, I want to know if you like watched me and my best friend play MASH in the back of the, right, yeah. <laughs> back of the church the entire time. I think you'd be uh, cool with it. You know, you're, at, so. you're putting in the effort. You're at the youth group. What, what, what's to complain? But I think the ultimate like real reason to invite him would to be like our like I don't want to get too heavy into like religious beliefs but like there are plenty of people who don't think he, he even existed or that huh. you know the bible is literally a piece of uh fiction yeah and you know I, I think that, that alone if he even shows up is you know that's a starting point um as far as conversations go well, you know, and it's like, once you clear up some of those, the, just the big questions, like, did yeah. any, did you act, did any of this stuff actually happen? I mean, Gary and I always wind up talking about this is like, okay, so you've invited these guests. Can you cash in on it somehow self, self selfishly? Like, can you, can you get a, a new single out of Beyonce? Probably not. But if you know the truth about Jesus, you can start your own church. Yeah. If Jesus wipes, you know, like the pizza sauce from his mouth, you know, you, you save that napkin. And I don't think Beyonce's having pizza, Gary. That doesn't sound well, right. That, that can... Well, I would, if Jesus wants pizza, he's, he, he can, can have, have it. That's true. We'll yeah. order it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I, w- I feel like I'd want, like, I would want to record Jesus saying like, um, everything that all of the people that are religious, that use religion against um, every marginalized minority group, you know, they use the Bible against them they're the you know yeah. being critical per usual that's what i would do I, w- I would hopefully want to use it for good and record jesus being like i genuinely love everyone and it's not a problem that anyone's trans queer le- whatever you are i don't care be cool <laughs> and i think you know and i would solve world peace right then and there. i was i was just gonna ask would you get political and would you get jesus on tape saying I love everybody, comma, except Ted Cruz, except, I mean, a hundred percent. Okay. Good, 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 good. All right. We'd have to go, what, like, we'd have to, like, he would have to have already turned a bunch of water into wine at that point. And I feel like yeah. I need to know if he gets a, like a little tipsy because he's constantly turning water into wine. So much and that's wine. exactly when I'd be like, but not these very specific like haters. Yeah. Uh, like Ted Cruz yeah and I also want to know if it bothers him that like Beyonce and I have more followers than him that's true it's uh yeah it's uh I mean he's I mean not now holistically but like as far as he knows he only has 12 yeah he's only got 12 and one of them was not so great as it turns out for him so so yeah it's uh yeah, that's a, that's a pretty low number at the time, but it just shows you, you never know when something's going to go viral, right? Like 12 followers and pff, blew right up. It's, it's amazing. That's the number um, one. This is the original influencer. That's right. It's a huge, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, th- I like this idea of just like every moral question. Should everybody have a gun? You know, no, that, that sounds, what's a, what's a gun? That sounds horrible. It would solve a lot of problems. I also feel like Beyonce would just be like, you know, she's, she's got a level of religion. She, she, mm-hmm 
talks about God occasionally. And I just think she would be so impressed that like that was, oh, yeah. I, I didn't just invite Jesus to impress Beyonce, but like, it's not a bad scenario. No, but, I mean, I think she would have lots of questions too. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if the, if the challenge is impress Beyonce, it's hard to do. And you probably, you've, you definitely hit on someone who would actually do that. Right. I mean, that's a, uh, that's a big ask impress Beyonce. So if, if Jesus told you, Sarah, you need to forgive Jay-Z. I saw him downstairs <laughs> in his Ford Taurus. Come on, go invite him up. Would you? Or are you like, sorry, Jesus, we don't, that's, that's just asking too much. <laughs> I feel like I would have to be like, Jesus, I haven't listened to you since like high school but like that's not a bad idea i appreciate your feedback <laughs> yeah. yeah all right gotcha all but right. if beyonce was like jesus is right sarah like <laughs> maybe you should get jay-z out of the car yeah i would do it yeah yeah if it's, right. if gotcha. it's two against one and the two are beyonce and jesus you pretty much have to yeah kill, i think that's yeah. that those are bad odds i i i get right. it I, but we don't know the th- we don't know the third guest oh yet. that's true I keep interrupting yeah that's absolutely right yeah are we ready? We're ready. Let's guest? let's hear it. I'll say that I put a lot of thought into guest number three, and I and my initial reaction was, "Don't need another dude." Uh, we got Jesus, kind of covers that. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to, you know, I was like, a funny woman is like the obvious choice. Like, Nor- I would like Nora Ephron is, was on my top list. Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, like Chelsea Handler, like Lucille. Well, like I, there was, I had a, I had a long list of like funny women. I was like, that need to be at this dinner party. And then I was like, I want to be the funniest woman at the dinner party. And I think that that's fair. And I think people like stack their dinner parties accordingly. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And if someone's going to laugh at a joke, like if Beyonce is going to laugh at a joke, I'm going to need it to be like mine or, or Jesus's. Mm -hmm. So all that being said, I I went for a choice that is uh, circles back to how we began this conversation, and I would say my third choice is a well vetted Tinder date. Mm. Oh, okay. Wow. So we don't know who it is. Yeah. Fascinating. We've googled the shit out of him. Okay. We're excited about him based just on messaging, and like, listen, my dates are. I go to. I have three first date bars. My first dates are fun and exciting, but you know, I I can mix things up every now and then. And I think inviting this guy to this dinner party and ha- seeing how he, like, if you're in an environment with Beyonce and Jesus and you can't hang or you can't find a way to hang or like contribute to the conversation or like be charming, then that to me see I don't see that as a waste because I don't see like first dates as a waste if they don't go well because I've a I've eliminated one more man on earth that I'm not meant to be with and if it goes well like most epic first date ever oh yeah no I mean (laughs) it's it's definitely like it's a testing ground like that guy's either going to succeed or like wilt very badly in the pressure of Jesus and Beyonce that's uh you'll know you'll know after that so but what happens, sir, if, all right, you're just, you're just now, yeah. there's, there's no, there's no goosebumps, there's no sparks, but then Beyonce, you know, gets up to, you know, use the restroom mm-hmm. and she like, you know, puts her hand on your shoulder and says, I like this guy. And you're like, huh? I would ask if she's ordained and I would have her marry us right then and there. 
Yeah. Even the, even if you didn't like it, even if he's just if Beyonce likes my date, like I she is my Jesus. Of the two people who could marry you in this situation, you're chosen Beyonce <laughs> over, over Jesus, which is a yes. strong uh, argument. Yes, I am. Yeah. What if Jesus said, by the power invested in me by the by the power by of my Beyonce, dad? I now pronounce you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Wow. Okay. I mean, listen, I, I wouldn't do anything terribly irrational but no. yeah if if it was going like if he wasn't i could see someone being into i would by saying well vetted i mean i feel like i would want to have at least a good he could you know he could have a good dialogue in any setting he's a more of an extrovert than an introvert kind of vibe but you know if if he can't i if he's intimidated then he's probably that's a fair response but yeah. this is not the time to not try something new. We're all trying something new in this setting. Yeah. You know, and I know I said earlier that like, I, I don't do like dinners on first dates, but there is an exception to that rule. If Beyonce and Jesus are there, then of course I do. You have to, yeah, no, the, the, that's an exceptional circumstance. And I mean, you know, it's, it's actually a really interesting way of thinking about it. Cause you got two of like, you know, well, one of the most famous people of all time, one of the most famous people of today, and somebody else and that's and like and 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 <laughs> somebody else and somebody else well we don't know i don't know i don't know the hypothetical person's name you know we, it could be anyway um yeah that's like a like a big contrast you know something weird something weird's probably i'm sure happen. i wouldn't remember his name at no that that's either. right yeah yeah <laughs> well who, who is this i mean who is this person assuming that i mean if jesus drinks enough and he goes to the bathroom puts his hand on your shoulder and says sarah i like this one like who is it? Is is it investment banker? Is he tall? Does he wear leather? Like like who is it? That can all be one guy, Gary. That's all fine. I, yeah. I okay. love that you think it's a tall leather wearing investment banker. <laughs> that couldn't be. That's like I like a tall guy, but the leather and investment banker now. Yeah. yeah, I like he like he's not wearing George Michael's fake jacket, of course. But like, is he? You know, does like a suede? You're in Seattle, like a suede he's thing. Somebody with that knows like, what I meant. Right. No, I, that's the thing. With Seattle is kind of a very uh, hit and miss territory. Uh, so he, he's more of a creative type. He's somebody who understands. <laughs> I was going to say understands being at a dinner party with Beyonce and Jesus, but no one understands that in any capacity. Uh, but, just, but he would. I have a feeling he would. Yeah, he would it, sort of like intuit right. it. So it's, yeah. it to me, it's more of like a personality type. Like you'd have to and not and he'd have to know that he's not the star of the show. Uh, that's me and Beyonce, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so he, it, it would be somebody that I had like good feelings at. And, and to be fair, I've dated for a while. So I, I do have pretty good judgment. I don't have bad first dates really ever because I have a good read on these dudes. Uh, but I also just think it would be like entertaining for Beyonce also. I just want like, I want her experience to be the best. And I think she mm -hmm. would love the fact that like I'm on a date at a, I was going to say at a Beyonce show, which it basically. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it, yeah it's interesting. I mean, you know, if, if, uh, if, if Beyonce hasn't been, hasn't herself been dating for a long time, really, like, I don't know, it's been together with Jay-Z for 20 years or something like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. what their, I don't know what their deal is, but, but maybe it's a novel thing for her. She's like, what does it look like? What does the first date look like in 2022? I don't know. Now she's, she's what is Jesus would have the same question, obviously. And even if it's a disaster, yeah. yeah, like it wouldn't be wrong. Like that would like that's still a good overview of like 
Yeah. Modern online dating. And Jesus what? has no idea what online dating is. That would be tough to explain to Jesus. I think I would just tell him I met this guy like at a rock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Down well, down by, down by the stream today. Uh, yeah. You were planting flowers at the church. That's right. He was coming yes. back from, from his trip to Belize <laughs> to like feed people. And you were like, oh, hi. Yeah. My dinner yeah. Bird. yeah. Extremely wholesome. Nice. Very good. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a, that's a really intriguing combo i'm 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 rooting for the guy i got it to like you know not me too, not, not me fail too. i like me i too. like this guy yeah i well, like course, this guy yeah. i have a good feeling about this i have a good feeling about this did you have i mean we talked about funny women mm-hmm. did you have any definitive men to be number three like did you say oh brad pitt or oh matt damon or oh george clooney like were there any men that like okay I, that- this this is when i get right him. I was, yeah. that's, I was like, who do I have a crush? Like, what celebrity do I have a crush on that, like, is single that I, like, could potentially, like, charm my way into their heart or other parts? Like, I, I thought about that. And then I was like, that's not, this is my own dinner party. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't, like, I met Paul Rudd. He's, Paul Rudd is who, but he's, like, married also. Yeah. So that would kind of be a waste. Um, you know, and I'm, I do really well on first dates because I, I am pretty confident in myself and, and the date that I've chosen and generally the uh, ambiance and venue and setting, give or take who's there. Um, so the thought of a celebrity, like a single celebrity that I could potentially like be dating. Yeah. It wasn't as appealing to me for some reason. Yeah. And also this is yeah. all made up and not real. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that just shatters the illusion for our listeners right out the gate. Sorry, I just told yeah. everyone Santa isn't. That's right. We'll edit that out. We'll edit that yeah. out in, in post production. It all really happened. Yeah. This we're, we're aiming for an animated series here where it all gets yeah. depicted on um yeah. You know what would be really cool is if Jesus had a great sense of humor. I would yeah. really love to know that Jesus laughed and that, you know, Jesus was always making jokes and Jesus because that's what we don't get. You know, like we don't, we don't get that, but of course he did. He must. But even when, just right now, when you said, and Jesus laughed, like that felt like it should be like part of, like a part of a Bible verse, but we don't ever hear like, and Jesus laughed. And Jesus laughed. I thought that was kind of funny or Jesus giggled. Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice to know that like, I think there's humor that would like transcend even modern times. Like there, there are things that are fundamentally funny that even if you hadn't been alive for 2022 years, is that, does that math work uh, out? <laughs> sure, why not? You have to, yeah. Sure. They've changed the calendar a bunch of times. I don't know, yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder if like, if you if you do invite someone to a dinner party that has like, who is, is dead or a historical figure, like, do they get maybe a rundown sheet of everything that's happened since they were gone? Just like a quick overview, like, just highlights like maybe you want to ask about this at the dinner party yeah. like kind of like a uh like a syllabus yeah yeah we've you know we've talked about this and i i i for me i'm like i think it's funnier if they don't because then they just have yeah. to like the shock and awe but i mean if it's jesus and if jesus is who he says he is he should know all that yeah. stuff anyway right because he you know he's been yeah he's been watching the whole time and he's like you know he knows what's on netflix or whatever like he's he's kind of with it um but you also you don't want to waste time explaining. Well, yeah, pizza, exactly. Yeah. You know, to, to people or like if you start the blender to make margaritas and George <laughs> no. Washington dives under the couch, yeah. you know, like yeah. like what a waste of time. Yeah, trying to like lure George Washington on from 
you know, from under the couch. Or I wonder how much time yeah. you'd have to exp like spend, like if you had to explain a joke, like Beyonce is laughing and my Tinder date's laughing, but like Jesus is like, like, I don't get it. Priests, pedophiles, like, yeah, uh, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, I don't get it. And then it. Beyonce yeah. would explain it to him and <laughs> all would be right in the world. <laughs> so, so it's okay. So this is a, we've talked about this a few times, like every dinner party, there's somebody who's kind of like responsible for making the conversation flow well there's this thing on the Curb larry your, david yeah the middle exactly that. exactly yeah. like, that's exactly what i was gonna say the larry david middling larry's a good middle i feel like you might be the middle at this dinner party just based on on kind of how we're when it's a foursome is there a middle yeah that's true we do need maybe well i, I still feel like even with like even if you're at like you know dinner with i guess well it's like dinner with couples is different but yeah i think someone's still got a kind of maybe not a literal middle but Someone's it would be weird if it was like thing. me on one side of the table and the three yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> More of a job. Well, we don't, you don't, you don't have that, a you don't yeah. have a dining room table. Like your dining room table might be like a rhombus where you like somebody has to sit on like you know uh -huh. or a trapezoid. Or maybe Jesus just like floats. I feel like I was I was picturing a sitting on the floor type situation. You know, like kind of. Beyond, like I a, feel like Beyonce would not not do that at all. Yeah. Has not sat on she the floor. Just, like, yeah, I would let her like lay on my couch if that was what, or in in my bed. <laughs> so just on a chaise long kind of, you know, observing everybody. Yeah, yeah that's uh, I, whatever she wants. I, I agree. Whatever yeah. any of them wanted. Yeah. Um, although I have a feeling it would be to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of the deal as well is that, you know, with this scenario, they're trapped for at least a couple hours, right, Gary? Yeah. Otherwise, these dinner parties are going to Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean. Some of these guests would run away, you know, as soon as they could, you know, George Washington would go and try and fight the British or whatever. So I wonder how many people would be like, I mean, I know we talked about recording some of our guests and like using that for good. Yeah. But like, what if you have this dinner party and you're like, this is a podcast. You are all three also on a dinner party podcast. Yes. That is the sequel to this official. Dinner yeah. Yeah. Party yeah. Like, I wonder, actually, I think that would kind of change the dynamic if people knew they were being recorded. So maybe that, but then again, nobody would believe anything you say. I'd be like, Beyonce said she was obsessed with me and she worships me. And everyone would be like, that's a, that's very funny that you yeah. think that. Yeah. Kind of, well, or G Jesus as well. I mean, it's like, you know, he told you the truth about all these, you know, moral dilemmas. Yeah. Well, unless you've got him on YouTube or whatever, like no one's going to, if you can get a Jesus TikTok going, that might persuade the people but otherwise you're you're just you're just saying stuff and, and who knows so I, I don't think you would care like if Beyonce said that to you you would and, and someone didn't play, like like you it don't wouldn't care, right? matter right yeah. it would you can ride that confidence for a while yeah I had dinner with Beyonce and you did not yeah that's right. all you need to know I mean that's that is the story and I think you'd, you'd have to like be able to take Polaroids or like do something yeah. like or lock them in your home. I just said it's like you wouldn't have an iPhone. <laughs> throw a tape yeah. in the throw, throw a tape in the VCR. <laughs> some, well, I mean, I'm like sorry, uh, Jesus and Beyonce, you now live here. Uh, the yeah. Tinder date can leave. You That's too. right. Yeah, just a triple triple bunk beds, and and it's a yeah. it's a great sitcom. I mean, that's a that's a pilot that needs writing. You totally. and Beyonce and and Jesus living in Seattle, like it's the the singles reboot that Gary's It's the new version of Bay and Jay. Yeah. The old Jay's exactly. out, the new Jay's in. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And it's Jesus. Yeah. Those, <laughs> even Jay-Z can't complain about that. If he gets bumped for no, Jesus, so can't, 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 can't argue with it. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Sarah, I really thought you might be onto something. I mean, that was so awesome. Yeah. I feel like when I, when you have 
you know, I think Beyonce and Jesus are probably lead in the top like 100 of dinner party choices that people choose. And so, you know, just to go completely off, off the chart with a person who doesn't even have a name or yeah. exists in some capacity, but you know, it just felt like a good balance. There's almost being at a dinner party with three people who are so overpowering and like important or have like come back from the grave or are these celebrities. Like to me, that's almost overwhelming. And to have a somebody who's like weirdly like on the same page as me. And I also think like if I was listening to somebody have these exact answers, but they were married and they're like, I'd invite my wife. I would be like, lame. (laughs) So I just, you know, I, it's the thrill, it's the surprise, it's the like dynamic of this person and I being like both thrown into a fun situation, which is a lot of what I thrive on and I, and I enjoy and I get good content from and potentially, you know, maybe he'd be the one and we could tell that story. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you've, that, that is a, that is a meet cutes for the ages, uh, probably. Uh, Um, Mommy, how did you meet daddy? Yeah. (laughs) In my studio with Beyonce and Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's an excellent way to meet somebody. And it's like, it's a situation where it's so weird that if anything good comes out of it, it's, it's gotta be a positive, right? And even if it goes awry to me, that's even funnier, even better. better. If like Jay-Z and, or nope, if Jesus and Beyonce getting a little tiff, like, or like my Tinder dates, like a little introverted and Jesus makes fun of him for being a little introverted, you know, like to me, that's great. That sounds fun for yeah. all everyone. Yeah. And we've learned something new. We've learned something new about Jesus in that situation. Yeah, well. He's got yeah. a little bit of an edge. A little, little, little sassy yeah. when someone's being too quiet at dinner. I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And he would inevitably apologize to Beyonce, like after after things cool. cooled down. Like he would yeah. say, "I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I was out of line." Yeah, yeah. And I, I would, I'd, I'd need to know from him too, like how this compared to like, this is now like his last last supper. That's right. Yeah. Where, like <laughs> where, you know, this isn't that the last supper now is not true. Yeah. It's now this party in my studio. <laughs> They're gonna have to update the painting, I think, and get in there and, and get your and draw Beyonce and my you, Tinder date you, and you, you and yes. Beyonce and the Tinder just right right in the middle, edge out some of those other guys, you know, and uh it's a it's a job. <laughs> I work at an art school. I can I can make it happen. We'll we'll Oh we'll, my god. <laughs> I would hang that. The wheels are in motion. <laughs> yep, it's perfect. I love it. Well, Sarah, that sounds like uh, I, you're, it's our, we're five episodes in, you're the first person to pick Jesus. So you're not, you're not, you're, you, so you've got the, you've got Jesus uh, primacy. You're, you're the first one. Even if this doesn't happen, it's probably not listening to you. He's listening to you right right, now. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually here with me now. It's true. (laughs) Jesus is the one guy. And he says he loves everyone except Republicans. (laughs) That's perfect. I love his messages. Well, it sounds like a great dinner. Thanks for for telling us your guests and your your thought process and and, and about you know this exciting scene in a Seattle studio apartment. It sounds fantastic, and we know the you know the the bartending sounds wonderful as well. And thank you for joining us. It's been great talking yeah. with you, Sarah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And this is our first like night episode. It actually feels like dinner party time as opposed to when I'm pretending to want to have a dinner party at like yeah. 9 a.m. or something. And, you know, cheers. <laughs> this is a water bottle filled with wine as well. Just so just so everyone knows there's nothing, nothing wholesome going on here. Jesus loves that. That's right. He told, he told me to do it, in fact. And Beyonce, too. 
The official Dream Dinner Party podcast is hosted by Gary Almeter and Ross Bowen. Marine Harvey produces the podcast. Our theme music is for zero by Eaters. If you want to support the show, like, subscribe, leave us a review and share this episode with your friends. Thanks for listening and see you next time.